Class, you said you're gonna get the master's class for Penn and Teller. Like, you know, that oh, series? yeah, no, I didn't do it. I might think about doing it though. The uh, magic one, well, not the magic one, but I know that they have a bunch of them that are good. I could have the Neil deGrasse Tyson one. What is he doing? So, this is about science. I just, I mean, he could talk about science, and I just, he just always amazes me when he says stuff. I mean, they have Cosmos on Netflix, you could just watch that. They could watch that. Um, they also have they have um, Gore Ramsey cooking, that's the one I would get, yeah. But he also does like a lot of free shit on his YouTube channel, too. That is true. They got a new one with um, Mike Brasso has one on Revenge. Who Mike Brasso from Tampa Bay Race? He has one on Revenge, okay. All right. I don't like when you walk me into those jokes and you don't give me a heads up ahead of time because I could have like, whatever, man. It's a good joke. Don't get me wrong. It was funny. I laughed. But also, fuck you. <laughs> Coming to you live from Ed's Living Room, you're listening to State Your Take with Ed and Aaron. You know what I have noticed, though? No, before you say anything, all right, all right. the one thing I have noticed, though, okay. is that Houston fans seem to take a particular sense of delight in the Yankees' loss, more so than an Astros win. Okay. And to that, I say, sir, that is the epitome of small dick energy. All right, my thing about, but my, here's my thing. My, my thing about that is less about Yankees and it's more about all the Chapman getting comeuppance. Like, what? Comeuppance for what? Exactly. You can't throw it at someone's head, dude. Like, oh. Yeah. Oh, no. all for that. Okay. That's so winning. So winning that uh, ALCS championship home, uh, hitting that home run off of him. That that wasn't that didn't that didn't that didn't tickle your fancy. That wasn't enough for you. No, that I said like what happened there. Yeah, that was fine. Oh, okay. that was great. That's but fine. I'm, but I'm saying like you can't just hit it somewhere. Like that's why. I can't... Oh, so where's your comeuppance for the the cheating scandal? Where do, where, what, do we get, what do we get for that? And, and that's where I have a problem hmm. with the moral compass hmm. of baseball hmm. because you're talking no, about. No, answer the question. I yeah. just want to know where's our comeuppance? Cheating versus attempted murder. Right. It's not attempted murder. A one on one fastball hitting you in the dome? Where that's not is, attempted murder. Where is your comeuppance? I mean, you, you had a chance. Where is your comeuppance, sir? When, when did we get our, our chance for, for justice? I don't know. Hmm? I mean, you, hmm? you, you could have stayed. If, hmm? if you won, you could have got it. Hmm? You could have got it when hmm? you face him in Look, the You guys haven't won anything yet. I mean, I don't know what you're celebrating. No, I'm saying I'm not celebrating anything. You I'm saying, won shit. Now you got to play the Tampa Bay Rays. No. And you know how we, difficult it, that's going to be? It's they're, gonna, they're a better team. They're really good. They're but, really fucking good. And I'm, I'm saying, though, it's like Tim Kirchin says they play baseball better than anybody else. It would not be surprising if they were to win the World Series. And that's good. That's great. That's awesome. All I'm saying is that why I have a problem messing with baseball is because they just have a weird like your compass the moral compass is just like spinning all the time it's like you're worried about my cheating then it's like because you, you guys cheated he threw a hundred and one mile for our pass you cheated worse head. than everybody yeah. else you cheated worse than everybody else that just is attempted murder you gave him two it. games of just suspension admi- just admit you cheated worse I than everybody else I always admitted that we cheated but my thing is like you're you're talking about cheating and stealing signs versus attempted murder and it's just like, well, everyone Stop else... Stop saying it's attempted murder. It's, it's attempted, not attempted murder. He could duck. He could duck. He ducked. 
Did he? Did he get hit? How no, he didn't a, get hit. Okay. He didn't get hit. It's not. You know, what? I'm not arguing with this with you anymore. I'm not. You? I'm not even getting. I'm not even going to get loud with you because the Yankees lost. It's fine. That's, you won your ALCS. I'm not you're, going, you're on your way to the ALCS. That's Congratulations. Fine. That's cool. Do whatever you got to do, but you still got to beat the Rays. You haven't won anything it's yet, so I don't want to hear I'm your shit. I am at peace. Okay, I am at peace. I am not arguing with this anymore. I am relaxed. I am hashtag relaxed. I am no longer going to be discussing any more baseball going forward. Thank you. Just try to kill that man. That was kind of my crypto shit. Just follow us on Instagram and on Twitter at State Your Take. Check out our pod, uh, our playlist on Spotify, the State Your Take list with Ed and Aaron. Check out our merch store. How was your week? It was good. Um, it was okay. Like I had a lot of people call and check up on me, which was nice. For what? I don't know. They were just it was just random. Like uh, people was just like, Are you okay? Like, yeah, I'm good. Were you giving off vibes? I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe through the podcast perhaps. I don't know. Hmm. But I mean they were just like just call and check in. I was like, Yeah, I'm cool. Thanks. Um, you know, because you know I mean, I feel like I mean I'm going through shit, but I feel like also people are just going through shit. It's like everyone's kind of in the same boat. It's like it's like that quote from Forrest Gump, life is like a tire fire. And every time you put something on it, it just makes it worse. So you have to let it burn itself out. Then you realize the tire fires at discount tire. So you're going to be here a while. So you might as well make s'mores. I've seen that quote many times when I go to Home Goods. Oh, yeah. It's like, you know, written in cursive. I thought they have it like on like a doormat or like one of those wicker things. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen it on there. It's usually where I see it. It's a very large one. It's a lot of words. Uh, we got to do something last week that we don't normally do. Um. We got to hang, we hung out, like yeah. oh yeah we did we hung out like I I, th- I don't know if people like we hang out like we see each other every week yeah, but we don't like, we, so- like we don't socialize very we often out, out. we went out yeah we were uh and it was fun it was cool it was good to, it was almost like regular life it's like people weren't dying it people weren't like dying that. it felt like we were back in like 2019 where people were alive you guys remember the 2019 I remember that that was a good time like we could walk around and like be close to people yeah we could hug each other and stuff hung out we didn't, be, we didn't feel like bathrooms and shit yeah yeah we hung out we ate queso we did uh, queso we went to your brother's rooftop going away party yeah which was nice um, I got to meet your sister uh, finally oh the other one the other one yeah. Uh, lovely, lovely woman. Uh, you found out what my dad did, right? Which was very fun. <laughs> like the fact that you just sat on that for like how long? We've been doing this like two years. This is the two year mark. Yeah, this you the... sat on it for fucking two years. I didn't. I didn't. Okay. And I and I just learned that your dad taught me in school. <laughs> like your dad was in class to be in school, and I just like my dad was par- partially responsible for you receiving your degree. My, my, yes. He definitely was. Yeah. He had a hand in that. That's and, it's actually kind of funny. And no, it was it was cool because like my memory of a lot of professors at TSU isn't aren't well. They're not good memories. Like a lot of them, I just hope they play in traffic. <laughs> <laughs> but your dad was not one of those people. Like he was just kind of he just really kind of kept to himself and just he made just, bad jokes. He, yeah, no, they were good because they were so bad to me. Like, <laughs> I laughed and I laughed by myself because like, I'll, I'll look around, no one's laughing. I'm like, yeah, I don't, this is pretty funny. Like, the fact that he would just tell this joke that I think he knew it would fall flat, 
Mm-hmm. But he just tells it anyway. Yeah. And it was just kind of awkward. This is awkward silence. <laughs> I was just, I found hilarious. <laughs> he was very entertaining to me. Knowing my dad and knowing me, like, could you make the connection? No, I couldn't because he's just very, um, he's, he's super low key. Like, he's just very. I'm low key. I'm, I'm I'm relaxed. You you're you you just screamed. I am at peace. <laughs> I am at peace. <laughs> yeah, but you to, your dad wouldn't scream. I'm at peace. He would just say I'm at peace. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> right. No, my dad is. Uh, I'm actually like that. Really warmed my heart when you guys when because it was you and your sister and my friend, your friend and Amanda. Like you guys all knew my dad, and you guys yeah. all had this because y'all taught us. Yeah, and he, you guys all had the exact same thing to say about him, which was really really nice. Because yeah. I mean. The one thing you don't want to hear is that your parents are assholes to other people. Right. Like, your parents may suck to you, but it's another thing entirely if your parents suck to other people. Right. I couldn't imagine if I was one of these kids whose parents go viral because they're being an asshole in public. Yeah. That would be miserable to me. Right. So, to hear that my dad was pretty cool and made bad jokes. No, like, I like no, Really, yeah. like, I, that's awesome. He wasn't... Um, a, prof- a regular professor for any of us like I didn't see him on regular but every now and again he would just cut, pop in and pop out like a lot of times he actually dealt with the projector because the projector would fuck up in our classroom he would come and fix that <laughs> a lot like he did that a few times um, but like yeah he was <laughs> yeah I'm laughing at my dad just popping in to like fix a projector <laughs> yeah because like the projector it would fuck up all the time it, like it, it would just, we'd be sitting in class just waiting like okay Someday, at some point, the lecture will start. Then your dad would just come in, just like I got it. It'll fix it, and just walk back out. <laughs> oh my god, that's really fucking funny. Yeah, that was, he was great. Uh, well, so yeah, that was a cool part of uh, last week. And people, people uh, were, yo, everyone was mad. Everyone was so hot. Like Amanda was so hot. Yeah, I don't think she's gonna speak to me for a few days. She, I shook it over it, but still, she was hot. And rightfully so. I was like, to me, I just I did not make the connect because when we first moved here, he was not doing anything for a couple of years, and okay. then he got the opportunity to teach. And I guess in my head, it was so long ago that mm-hmm. I don't even really remember it almost. Yeah. And then when I started to think about it, I was like, you guys went to TSU. My dad went to TSU. I was like, I wonder. Because again, like, I don't like, what year did you graduate? I graduated in 2012. So, yeah. So to me, like, I, I mean, I don't know how long you were in school for. That was four years. So I guess, yeah, I guess, like, because he, he was done at a certain point, so I was like, I don't know if they had the crossover, so mm. I, I just, it wasn't like I was sitting on it, because yeah, I was I know. like, it but was, I, it just, it never occurred to me that you guys... I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't phased by it, I was, but everyone else was just mad about it, and it made me laugh, because... just made me pull up receipts, like, show me a picture of your dad. Oh, because I, I want to <laughs> see what it was, I was like, when you said the timeline that he was there, I was like, okay, I know that I probably saw him there, so yeah. let me see who he was, I was like, yep, yep, I know him for sure. Yeah. So that was cool. Um, but shout out to your brother and uh, shout out to your brother's girlfriend. Good luck in Mississippi. Yeah, good luck. Good fucking luck. I mean, yeah, that's like, you know, there's a movie about it burning. There's a couple of movies about it burning. Yeah. There's a movie about ghosts over there. Yeah. In Mississippi. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was cool. It was. Well, we'll we're going to have to do that more often when the uh, city opens back up in, yeah. a couple of, in a couple of weeks, I'm sure. Yeah. Because nothing is... As it seems anymore. Speaking of nothing being as it seems, the Houston Texans have gone through a quite of a change over the past <laughs> week, have they not? Yeah, they, they have. They finally got rid of their pain in the ass, Bill O'Brien. Curmudgeon. The curmudgeon. Uh, they fired Bill O'Brien after a devastating loss. It's to the Vikings, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. 
They really got their ass kicked. Yeah, it was oh yeah, the, now now they're sitting at 0 and 4. Yeah. Um so he was both the general manager and the head coach. I don't know who signed off on that, but okay. And he lost both of his jobs. Yeah. It was funny because I remember on Sunday after the loss, he came out and said, "I'm going to take over for the office of calling, play calling." Cuz I guess he thought that that was a problem. And the and the front office was like, "No, you're the problem." <laughs> So they definitely did not communicate that well with yeah. each other because now he's jobless, which I'm, I don't take credence to anyone being jobless, but he wasn't really good at the job. No. Yeah. Do you remember at the end of the first Transformers movie when Optimus Prime is making that speech to the rest of the Autobots scattered among the galaxy, yeah. inviting them to Earth? Yeah, that was a great moment. I'm going to do something. And he was talking over those Linkin Park instrumentals. Yeah. I'm going to do something similar right now. Yeah. I'm going to speak to all Houston Texans fans right now. Go ahead. And I am speaking to you as a former New York football Giants fan. Okay. Come home. Okay? Just come home. You don't have to live like this anymore. You don't have to continue supporting a team that doesn't support you. Okay? This is a toxic, abusive relationship that you have to see these people Every week for 16 weeks a year. Mm. And I ask you, what do you get out of that? What do you get? Hmm? Do you feel loved? Do you feel cared for? You can't. Do you feel like this is going somewhere positive? I doubt it. Mm. And I know you doubt it too. Mm. Because there was a time in my life when I thought, this team is part of me, and I am part of this team. we got to practice with them. But I'll tell you something. You are not part of that team. You're not at practice with them. And they do not have to be a part of you. Don't. You're not even on a roster. So I'll say this to you right now, and I know everything is going to happen when it's supposed to, and I can't make you do anything. But when you're ready, you just reach out. And take my hand, and I will help you become a more complete person by officially renouncing your fandom for this dumpster fire. Dumpster! Of an organization. It's gross. It's garbage juice. Filled with dog shit. Burning garbage juice. Sizzling. And, stinky. And, and cat piss Ugh. from a cat that has eaten nothing but... Garbage cheese. juice. Cheese and garbage juice. Is this, re, this re, recycled garbage juice and cat pee? It's just sizzling in a dumpster fire. It's gross. Disgusting. It's nasty. Yuck. So I'll be here for you, Texans fans. And I sincerely mean that, too. And hey, New York Giants fans, Jet fans, I'm here for you, too. The Jets fans especially. Like, y'all just, y'all can't, y'all, y'all, y'all can't find a win. Like, you just don't know what it looks like. It's just... It's like y'all like to fail. I uh, I think there is a, a little bit of um, what do you call that? Uh, victim, what is it? Victim, uh, I don't know. Whatever. Stockholm syndrome, something like that. Like we, I'm just, sure there's a I'm sure there's a word for like when you when you try to uh, be be the victim in in multiple situations, you get off on it. You know, oh. I don't know what the word is though. In my mind, though, Bill O'Brien was fired when he let 
DeAndre Hopkins go. Like, if I was a Texans fan, I would pill him or fruit regularly. There needs to be some accountability for that, right? Absolutely. Like, I don't know how you get away with making a bonehead move like that when you have a promising franchise quarterback and you're trying to make the team better in a passing league and you get rid of a generational talent um, receiver who is currently right now fifth in receiving yards on the Cardinals. He's got some great hands. Amazing hands. Arian Foster said he has some of the best hands he's ever seen. He's not wrong. So, Texans fans, if you're out there listening to me right now, come home. You deserve better. You deserve happiness. You deserve happiness. You know what doesn't make me happy? Presidential debates <laughs> in this fucking country. Um, you watched the VP debate between Kamala Harris and Mike Pence? That was, on, that was actually the only one I was going to watch. I wasn't even going to watch the presidential debate because I was like, I don't want to see two... Um, we should have a debate between first women for first uh, the first ladies. That'd be interesting to watch. Wouldn't that be fun to watch? I mean, yeah, I, I guess it would be fun. I don't know what we asked them though. I don't know either. Like, like maybe I don't know, like a cookie contest. Like I don't know what you would do. A cooking contest, Ed? Like a cookie contest. Oh, a cookie contest. Yeah, like I want to see how y'all make cookies. So it is a cooking contest. Well, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> it was one. It's a baking contest, I guess. We just turned it to a great American baking show. I mean, it could, put, it could be on Food Network. <laughs> I'd watch that when I watched oh, like B. Bobby Flay. Hosted by Chrissy Teigen. Yeah, I'd watch that before I watched B. Bobby Flay for sure. Like, I would definitely watch to see, like, oh, does this is actually Joe not a bad Biden idea. have better cookies or, you know, does Melania Trump make better cookies? It's like not that? a bad idea. I'm saying it's better than the actual presidential debate. Why not? We love our competition shows, we love our we cooking shows. We do. What if we just decided our next president based off of various competitions like cooking and dancing and like a survivor type of show and a great American race type of show? Like what if we just did that instead of all this other bullshit? We'd be right where we are right now. So it'd be a, la- <laughs> it'd be a lateral move. Oh, it'd be a, yeah, it's a sidestep. But way more entertaining. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but yeah. I'm all for it. I mean, the first lady thing, yeah, for sure. I, 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 I'm, I'm down for that. That would be cool, right? Yeah, I would love to see just like I would love to see like a panel of judges just like judge their cookies. This tastes rotten. <laughs> Did you even cook it properly? I could taste nothing but eggs. <laughs> oh, I just clipped right there, man. Okay, um, but you watched the VP debate. What did you think? Um, I got the main reason why I wanted to watch it was I wanted to see if. Um, the Trump Pence campaign had any kind of plan, like any kind of plan, like plan, for, plan for what exactly? For the for the um for the future. <laughs> yeah, I just want to see if I like. I was just playing. I was playing devil's advocate. You're funny. Yeah, I know. I was, like I was saying, like I was just wanted to just give you a chance to say, like, do you have something? And I was, I thought they had nothing, and they turned out to have nothing. Less than nothing. Yeah, they had a. They, there was a. There was a. They had the, they had the fly. We gotta talk about the fly, man. The fly, like, fly became the fly is over. Okay, the fly became the top baby face in the country. Yeah, in a matter of moments. Yeah. Um, I I watched bits and bits and pieces right of the debate because yeah. I I can't stomach it for too long. It's a lot. Um, it's a lot. Shout out to the moderator though. Um, I don't know who she was, 
but she seemed to have a better grasp on the situation better than Chris Wallace did. And her in in like I said, in Chris Wallace's defense. Sure, yes, I know. She was dealing with adults. Right. Okay. And Chris Wallace Fine. was not. But so, she yeah. did but she did, you know, give a little bit back more sass, I would say. Definitely. Um I mean, look, I, these kinds of debates to me are very dry and predictable because you know exactly what the talking points are. Yeah. You know exactly where they stand on everything. All of the questions are pre-screened. All of the answers are canned. You could ask them the same questions 10 times out of 10. They're going to give you the exact same answer verbatim. The reason why we watch the debates is for things to go off the hinges. Is it? Is I mean, watch it? yeah, because why else, why else do you care? You could literally find out all of their policies on their website. You can. And you could, you know, look at their voting history to determine how they're going to vote in the future. Or you can look at, um, you know, previous campaigns or, or whatever. So none of this should be a really su- a big surprise. The reason why we watch the debates is for shit to get spicy. Well, not, well, I think the reason why I watch the debates, though, is because even though you can't see it online, which is which is granted, and I, it, it really does question why anyone needs debates. I mean, debates are just for ratings. Like that's what that's what they're mainly for. Um, but the reason why I, I watch debates partially is because you want to. I want to see when your when your policy is peppered with like a counterpoint. Mm-hmm. How do you address it? Like, right. what is your plan? Because like, no no plan to me is bulletproof. Like. No policy is bulletproof, but like when someone says, "Hey, what about this? How did your plan address this?" I want to see how well you can address that part. So that's kind of why. That's why I don't really watch it to go off the rails. Which is why I did not watch the presidential debate because I knew that was going off the rails. Like that was just like it was like having it was like having a train that the wheels were just like Fisher Price wheels. <laughs> like that was never going to stay on the tracks. Like, yeah. It never was. So I didn't watch that because I just knew where that was going. Right. Um, but. I, I I watched this one because I thought that maybe there'd be some semblance of order. It was cool to see a black woman. Also, why also the reason why I watched it because this is like I said, it was the first black woman we ever saw in a presidential debate, and I also wanted to see how she was received. And some of the receptions were painfully predictable. You don't say. Yeah. Oh, were they uh, sexist? Mm, nah. Were they uh, racist? Uh, a little bit. I guess a little bit sexist too. Were they dash uh, of sexism? Just dash a, of racism. A, a sprinkle, a sprinkle, a dusting of racism. Oh, dusting. Yeah, I mean that was to be expected. I mean, yeah, it's like they, they get mad at her for like you know making faces and saying she just came across as mean and unlikable and assertive. Like she's going to be the vice president. She's going to be the number two of the United States. Like, what do you want? Like, why do you want her to be kind and nice and just and, and like and not and not assertive? Like, what do you? How how does that work? It's a very funny dichotomy between saying, well, the world isn't fair and nobody's going to treat you nice and nobody's going to be uh, kind to you to, well, I don't still don't think she's very kind and I don't think that she's very nice. Well, how do you want it? Do you want her to assimilate into the world that it is or do you want her to project a false identity? Because as far as assimilating goes, she's done enough of that. Like she's probably done that all of her political career. Mm-hmm. And so, which is why everyone's like trying to question out black shoes, which is why after seeing y'all on debate, it just lets me know that when people are questioning their blackness, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah, we got to stop uh, questioning people's blackness. Like, it's just because like, my thing is just like. You, nobody, nobody questions anybody's whiteness. Nobody questions anybody's Asian-ness. No. 
Nobody questions anybody's, uh, if you're from, uh, are, are you Australian enough? Right. You know? Yeah. Like, where do you get off, dude? Like, where do you get off? You have hillbilly white people. You have waspy white people. You have middle-class white people. You got bro white people. You got people that drink Cosmopolitan white, white people. White people are not a monolith. They are not. And neither are black people. Exactly. I saw a music video of a dude. He was black. And I don't know if you saw it, but it was on Twitter. And he's talking like a Disney villain in this video. And everyone was like, is this guy black? And I'm like, yes, he's every bit as black as you are and every bit of black as I am. He just grew up in a different place. So we got to stop. We got to stop. Put a fucking end to that. Is she black enough because of what? How did you not get that from like vice president? I'm speaking. I saw that. Did you like who did who didn't feel that? I saw that clip and I liked it. Like I who, liked it a lot. Like, I mean, the, the that faces, was a, that was the spice like that the, I was looking like for. Like the faces is like we like like, and they were just like, "What are the smirking she's doing?" It's like, but the thing is, like, everyone black knew that. We all know that face. We all know that face. We all know that face. If you have a mom, if you have a, if you're a black, you have a, 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 you have a, a, your mom, you have black sisters, a black girlfriend. You know what that face is. Mm-hmm. That face is that. I know your motherfucking ass is lying, but I'm gonna let you finish. And then I got the receipts. Yeah. In fact, there, it's been to the point that like I will bullshit Amanda like in a story, <laughs> and she'll make that face, and I went through my story. I'm just like, all right, this will really happen. <laughs> <laughs> like it's like like I like I know you know already, so it's like don't even, I'm not even gonna go this down the road anymore. It's actually kind of fun to do that. <laughs> it's kind of fun, and that's why we that's why we fuck with you, ladies, because you guys make the world funny. Right. Um. Yeah, I mean, whatever. It also didn't move the needle for anyone. Like, no. I think where whatever you felt before, like, it's not gonna change anyone's mind. No, it, listen, if your mind isn't made up yet, like, what are you doing? Exactly. What are you doing? Figure this shit out, please, because we got less than a month. We do, man. And we need everybody, all hands on deck. Like, yeah, I think well, the first starts like in a week and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's, it's coming fast, man. It's coming really fast. That's what she said. Um. Okay, listen. I'm hungry, so let's talk about something very delicious to me. Dateline. Billionaires have never been richer, despite the pandemic, and they've never been more delicious. You guys think I'm kidding about eating the rich? I am not. That is not a, a, a euphemism for me. I am literally talking about roasting these people on a barbecue and feasting on their flesh. Is that enough to go around? No. (laughs) The wealth of the world's billionaires reached a new record high in the middle of the pandemic as a rebound in tech stocks boosted the fortunes of the global elite. Billionaire wealth increased to $10.2 trillion, with a T, at the end of July, up from the previous peak of $8.9 trillion in 2017, according to a report from the Swiss bank UBS and PwC. The total number of billionaires has increased by 31 to 2,189 since 2017. What the fuck am I doing wrong? A lot of dollars. How do you go from 31 to over 2,000 billionaires in three years, dude? Well, the thing is, is like when you lay out people, you have to pay less people. So that money goes somewhere. Some billionaires are getting richer much faster than others, however. The pandemic has accelerated a growing divergence in wealth between innovators in technology, healthcare, and industry, 
and entrepreneurs in areas such as entertainment, financial services, and real estate, the report said. That contrasts with most of the past decade, quote, when steady growth and buoyant assets prices lifted billionaire wealth in all sectors. It added. Assets prices? Assets. Okay, let's say assets. Oh, this is weird. That's, that's a weird thing to measure. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you think would be the first billionaire via OnlyFans? Billionaire via OnlyFans? Like, does it? Like, true asses prices. <laughs> uh, man. Well, didn't, what's her face make a, how much money did Bella Hadid make? Or, what was her name? Bella fucking Thorne. Bella Thorne. How much uh, money did she make? She uh, made like a million dollars, right? She, she, that shouldn't be fair if she's the first one, though. But she made a million dollars, right? She made a fuck ton, yeah. Okay. Do you think if, uh, what's her face? Jenner. Kylie Jenner. Do you think if she did one, she would make a billion dollars? Uh, probably like in a week. I, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't subscribe, but this... What if it was for a dollar? I'm good. You wouldn't do it for a dollar? No, I'm good. What if she was like, you know, doing stuff? I'm still good. You wouldn't want to watch it? No. Nah. For a dollar, Ed? A dollar? I would do it for a dollar. <laughs> I would do it for a dollar. <laughs> I would. <laughs> I'm, nah, I'm good, dog. Right. Like, I just, it's just not my type. Okay, that's fair. She that's looks fair. like, she's she, she a little under, underdeveloped for me, you know what I'm saying? Are we thinking about the same person? You said Kylie Jenner? Kylie Jenner, right? Uh, which one is which one are you thinking about? Maybe I'm thinking about Kendall Jenner. I'm thinking about the one that did the uh Yeah, I'm thinking about the one she's got the uh she got the makeup. Oh, you know, still wouldn't. Still wouldn't for a dollar. I I can get porn for free. That's true. I'm just saying, man. But like, it's a dollar. It's not it's basically free. I just I'm not Nah. <laughs> okay. No, I'm, no. Just, I'm just seeing. I'm just saying. Like, I'm just seeing what the number is. Okay. What about um, uh, Cardi B? She's got OnlyFans right now. For a dollar. For a dollar, and she's doing stuff. Yeah, I'd probably do that for a dollar. I'd do that for a dollar. Yeah. 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 So she could be a billionaire if she wanted to. She she's already on OnlyFans. She's not doing stuff. Yeah, she's not doing stuff. Yeah, which is probably smart for her. Very smart. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh she's single now though. Listen. I got a list and I'm checking it twice. And I'm giving Lolo to the end of the year. <laughs> After that, I'm moving on. Okay? So Lolo, if you're listening, you got three months left. Not even, two and a half. Yeah, we got much of a year left. So but yeah. She is single now, man. Cardi be single. So I got Dolly Parton next. Shoot my shot at Dolly Parton, which I think I got a chance because it's Christmas time and she's got a big Christmas album push coming up. So yeah, she's gonna yeah. need something to like, you know, get her name out there. And so why not me? Definitely. And then after if that doesn't work, I'm going after Taylor Rooks. Right? Okay. I'm shooting after I'm shooting after Taylor Rooks. And if that doesn't work, then I'm going after Cardi B. You got a full clip. Bro, I am out here. You got a full clip. Chris. I am ready. I am ready and I am waiting. Seems like you're ready. Clink, clink, just, just clacking the gun, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> What were we talking about? We're talking about rich people. Yeah, we're talking about rich people. Um, billionaires. Yeah, so, I mean, basically, look, billionaires are gross. They're capitalizing off of our need for stuff at a high pace. And They're not paying taxes. They're not paying taxes. They fire you and buy a boat. And they're not really putting the money back into the economy. They fire you and buy a boat. That's what happens. Like, when they fire, when they, when they lay you off, when they lay off, like, a whole workforce... They buy a boat. 
The 643 wealthiest Americans, including entrepreneurs such as Amazon's Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk, ranked in $845 billion in combined assets between March and September, growing their wealth by nearly a third. I mean, the, the money is coming in at a, a, a fever pitch. Yeah, and it's but I think another thing, another thing about that is like we just kind of worship people with money just because they have it, and we don't really want we don't even question how they got it. It's like people will, you know, glorify Mark Zuckerberg for being an innovator at Facebook. Fuck we, Mark Zuckerberg. But we also don't talk about the fact that like his that Facebook is causing like genocide in like Myanmar and Ethiopia and shit. Basically, or like we talk about Jeff Bezos, you know. Have all his money, but we don't talk about the fact that like twenty thousand people got coronavirus working at Amazon plants, and that he's all, and he's also like crushing um like any kind of union effort in Amazon. Or Elon Musk is like shooting rocks off in space while destroying towns in the process. It's it's wild. Like we just kind of like worship people that have money because they have it, and like we just let them be shitty people because you know they have money, and we're okay with them, you know, laying off. Um, thousands of people because, so they can just buy boats. Yeah, I like this. You know what I mean? I like this talk. I like this this talk out of you. Put your pitchfork down, okay? <laughs> Join me at the table. Pull up a chair. I have a nice bottle of Chianti. Mm-hmm. I won't be having any, but if you choose to partake, you may. Uh, sure. And I have a delicious loin of Bezos here. Oh, that's, that's, that, that, that smells delicious. So I, I, I marinated it in, in garlic and thyme and its own juices. That's good. Yeah, so we can sit here and we can enjoy this. He like, did you see that video of him with the fucking robot arms? The one where he looks like Lex Luger. He's fucking Lex Lex, Luthor. He's like, like, he's Lex Luger and Lex Luthor. He's too real. Like that villain is too fucking real. Like that's, bro. He shaved his head. That's like he's 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 gonna have a suit. He's gonna make a power suit. (laughs) That's what the arms are for. He's like, this is the first part of my suit. He's gonna be. Like before 2025, he's gonna be in a fucking power suit. He's gonna have like a fucking Lex, he's gonna have a fucking Jeff Bezos instead of being in the middle of the fucking in the chest crest, mm-hmm. fucking Bezos, a power suit. It's gonna be it's gonna be like Lex is gonna be the um computer inside. <laughs> it's gonna be part of Bezcorp. Exactly. He's gonna change the Amazon to be Bezcorp now. Bezcorp. Ew, Jesus. Gross. What a fucking asshole. Um I don't know what the solution is for this. I I would say stop buying stuff off Amazon, but that's impossible. I mean, Eat the Rich was pretty good. Eat the Rich is very good. Yeah. But again, there's not enough to go around. I mean... So you must also eat the moderately affluent as well. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. um, Some shit happened this week. Some scary shit happened. Well, some scary shit almost happened this week in, in the terms of a kidnapping. Um, but thankfully, the feds caught him. I was gonna say something, but Outfit Boys. Uh, yeah, Outfit Boys are. Uh, what was that song that Ti did with with Pharrell? Oh, man, I can't get to the feds watching. The feds watching. Oh yeah, I remember, remember that? that? Yeah, uh, I can't think of what it was, but that was what was going through my anyway. Dateline. Feds, but. <sighs> Feds bust militia plot to kidnap Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer, overthrow government affidavit. Federal prosecutors on Thursday announced this arrest of six men who allegedly plotted with a militia group to violently overthrow the government and kidnap Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer. Uh, let me read that again. 
federal prosecutors on Thursday announced the arrest of six terrorists who allegedly plotted with a militia terrorist group to violently overthrow the government and kidnap Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer. Much better. The men were arrested. The terrorists were arrested Wednesday night after the FBI and Michigan State Police raided several homes. Go Wolverine. Yeah. Rawr. <laughs> As part of their plot, the group joined forces with members of a Michigan militia with whom they discussed attacking the state capitol building, storming a police facility, and kidnapping Whitmer outside her vacation home before election day. They were going to storm a police facility? Yes. Well, I mean, look, that to me just sounds like rioting and and like lawlessness, lawlessness. And I am so glad that these thugs are off the street. Yeah, because look, I'm all for meeting with groups of militias. Okay. Yeah. But the moment you start to destroy public property and endanger our police force, you, sir. Ma'am, can go straight to hell. Blue Lives Matter. I'm going to clip that. (laughs) I'm going to clip that, and I'm going to play that just whenever you start to talk. All right. (laughs) Several members talked about murdering tyrants or taking a sitting governor, an FBI agent wrote on the affidavit, as first reported by the Detroit News. Mm. Say hello to Robocop. (laughs) The group decided they needed to increase their numbers and encourage each other to talk to their neighbors and spread their message. Now, see, this is dumb as hell. That's, look, that's probably the saving grace is that uh, they weren't smarter. Yeah. Like, they were, like, these people were wild dumb. Like, wild dumb. You thought that telling your neighbors that, hey, we're going to kidnap the governor, that that would be just a bulletproof idea? You... Look, man. This has always been the, the, the real hindrance for white supremacy, yeah. is that it is just rooted in unintelligence. That, and I don't know how snitching works. That's true, too. Yeah, I don't know how snitching works. Describing the men as violent extremists, U.S. Attorney Andrew Burge said they face life in prison. The men were identified as Adam Fox, Barry Croft, Ty Garbin, Caleb Franks, Daniel Harris, and Brandon Caserta, five of whom who live in Michigan. Oh, and here's the best part. Mm. They called the militia group that they were hanging out with the Wolverine Watchmen. Boo! That name sucks. It's trash. That name stinks, dude. Boo. You took you took two other names and put them together. It's lazy. You took two cool things and made one very uncool thing. It's just fucking lazy. You took Wolverine, which I get, Michigan, cool, whatever, fine. I get the I get the connection there. But yeah. You can't call yourself Wolverine and you're not a part of a experimental science project where they put uh, an indestructible metal and fuse it to your bones and Ain't make I, you an ultimate killing machine. And y'all probably didn't even go to college. You didn't even go to the fucking college. Yeah. Because if you went to the college, you would have been smart enough to know that you shouldn't be going around talking to people about what the fuck you plan on doing to the fucking governor. Right. Dipshit. And then you take Watchmen, which, listen, I don't know Alan Moore but I can safely assume he would not approve of this. Nah, I don't think so. They wanted to make a civil war, Ed. They wanted to do whites versus blacks, north versus south. They they did. What is wrong with these people? Why do they want to fight so bad? Well, if you've seen the lineup of them, I can tell you from the starters that they all look like dudes who own trucks with no back gate. 
They look like uh, these are the type of dudes that look like they would not leave a woman alone at a bar once she rejected them. Like, I'm pretty sure that all of them have gone duck hunting at least three times in their life. All these men play way too much Call of Duty. Yeah. All these, all those dudes um, have fought over fantasy football. These men hate Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. These dudes use shampoo to wash their entire bodies. That's it. That's the best one. I'm not going to get any better than that. That one's fucking perfect. Okay. Um, but luckily, you know, Alphabet Boys, they caught them. It's fine. I see a lot, see a lot of this, these, uh, these white supremacy, uh, Proud Boy kind of S groups. They always plan some stupid shit like this, and they end up getting caught. You would think by this point, after the failure, the massive failure of all of these plots, nobody would even try this kind of stuff anymore, or they might get a little bit smarter about it. But no, they don't. So, you know. Um, whatever. I mean, they can't because they're kind of stupid. That's what like, I'm saying. On top of that, it's just, uh, I think a sheriff was coming out and saying that, um, that he thinks that he knows them as nice guys and he didn't think that they will do this like the, the, all the facts aren't in. But I mean, it's the feds, man. Like the feds don't, this isn't like, this isn't your police officer. Like to that to that chef that said that like this isn't your police department like the police local police are known for just like enforcing um, like warrants that aren't supposed to be enforced or going to the wrong house like the local police do that shit on the regular so if it was the local police did that I get what you're saying but the feds they're not coming at you without like a bucket of receipts mm-hmm. so, they they will actually let you work yeah they will let you cook for years yeah. Just to build up the case, right? Like, so don't don't so like so that sheriff that's saying that you can just go fuck yourself. Yeah, you that, can fuck right off. Right. This is why we don't fuck with y'all anyway now. Could you just uh, do dumb shit like that? Hey, so um, let me ask you a question. Shoot, you're not a parent. I'm not a parent. But if you were a parent. Where would you find what? Do, what do you think would be the best method to finding a babysitter once you needed one? Like, let's, let's say you and Amanda needed a night out. How would you go about finding a babysitter, and what kind of qualifications might this person have? I think the, the qualification I look for is if my mom wasn't busy. Okay, let's say your mom was busy. Oh yeah, I'll see if Amanda's mom wasn't busy. <laughs> okay, let's say Amanda's mom is busy. Let's say both of your moms are busy. They're hanging out together, actually. Okay, so basically what I'm doing is I'm going I'm going on the like the sibling roster. Mm-hmm. I'm just like checking off names like the brother busy, not check. Sister bit, not nope. Like I'm just going on uh, and then like if I can't find a babysitter, um I guess I'll probably ask friends who they have to babysit. If mm-hmm. they have babysitters, because mm-hmm. a lot of our friends have kids now. So I'll probably ask them, like, you know, who you have to babysit. And they give me a name, it's like, Do you trust this person? They'd be like, Yeah, like, okay. And I'll probably do that. Well, let me tell you about a new movement. It's the rise of the three-parent family. Mm. David J. is the oldest of 12 cousins on one side of his family and the third oldest of 24 cousins on the other. Yikes. As a kid, family meant to J. having a lot of people around and feeling of community and, crucially, a sense of permanence that these people would always be in his life. 
Later, as an adult living in a collective housing, he could access the feeling of family with those around him, but the permanence was gone. His roommates started finding romantic partners, having children, and dispersing. Jay had always wanted his own family with kids and had known for almost, almost as long that he wouldn't be able to build one the usual way. Jay is the founder of Asexual Visibility and Education Network and one of the most prominent people in the asexual movement. Asexual people, or aces, don't experience sexual attraction, though many do have sex and form romantic relationships. After starting AV, AVEN as a freshman at Wesleyan University in 2001, Jay spent years explaining asexuality to the public, speaking at events and talking to the press. As he grew older, the questions on his mind moved beyond identity and attraction to issues of parenting and family life. The problem for Jay was never how babies were made, and fostering and adoption were options. The problem was that he wanted kids and also wanted a co-parent to help him raise kids, but he wasn't interested in romantic partnership. Before exploring single parenthood, he was curious whether there might be another way to form the family he wanted. Do you see where I'm going here? Jay had already been forced to be creative and find a connection without romance. He remembers the first time he met someone with whom he had really intense energy and how they took time to explicitly discuss their ideal relationship and what it would look like. They didn't want dating and sex. They wanted to go dancing together all the time and cook and meditate together. He's now a godfather to her son. Maybe, Jay thought, he could apply that creativity to a project of building a family, a permanent one, on his terms. Today, Jay is part of a three-parent family in Northern California. He lives with a married couple, Avery Kent and Zeke, Haas' father, and is not part of their marriage, but is a father to their biological daughter, Octavia, or Tavi, whose full name includes all three of their last names. Jay is Tavi's parent just as fully and permanently as Kent and Haas' father, and just as legally, too, since three-parent adoption has been recognized by the state of California. Three-parent adoption has also been recognized by state statute in Maine, Washington State, Rhode Island, and Vermont, according to Colleen Quinn, the director of Adoption and Surrogacy Law Center at Locke and Quinn. Family in his own way. Yeah. So while this may be an unconventional means to starting a family, it's certainly a very real one, at least in these certain states. Right. I thought they cracked the code. This sounds pretty fucking brilliant, if they, you ask me. They cracked the fucking code. I wonder how it works, though, if, um, let's say, let's say that they do break up. Okay. Not Jay, but the... The, the couple. The couple. Like, right. let's say they go through a divorce. How would it work in terms of uh, visitation, mm. child support, um alimony like i don't know like all those the things i mean i guess it, it would, it, I, those are messy things to figure out in a two couple relationship so i'm guessing that but they get they come to a resolution at some point so i'm guessing it'll just be the same thing it just it'll just be three ways you know like visitation just go three ways instead of two ways i think you just add another you're just adding another another arm to the whole like visitation thing so it's like do you i guess you can like say it's like instead of like you like alternating weeks it's like you have a, every third week Mm-hmm. Or something like that, you know. I mean, I think that it's probably a little conventional in that situation, but I feel like it came to a resolution though at some point. Would you do it? Would I do it? Yeah. Um, like, would you be the third wheel or the the third person, or would oh, you? Would I be the third person, or would you invite somebody? I mean, would, I, would I be the third person? Fuck no, because I would never just volunteer to have a child if I didn't have a child. Like that <laughs> sounds like that sounds like I'm just asking for work. Like no, <laughs> no. Okay. 
I don't even have, I don't even have one of my own kid, let alone have someone else's. Facts. Fuck no. You got to really like kids. Yeah, and I don't. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, mm, nah, I'm not doing that. Would I have a third one? I don't know. Like, it, it has to be something that I feel like could work. What if it was me? <laughs> what, if it was uh, me? what if you were just like, hey, Aaron, you want to come and be a, a third parent? Like, come on, dude. I mean, I'd be pretty good. I'd be pretty good at it. What if I didn't live with you? But I just like I just came over like once a week. It'd be like right now. It'd be like our situation right now, except I get to like. I mean, honestly, that'd be kind of dope because like you don't need a babysitter, and like you just can. Like I said, I think they like if you can make this work because there are a lot of there's a lot of vetting to do mm-hmm. with the person that you pick as a third um, parent or whatever. But if you can make it work, I mean, fuck, like that's like a cheat code. It a really third is, parent. It really is. California, Maine, Washington State, Vermont. Those are the states that I'll recognize it. And I wanted to v- retire in Vermont anyway because I wanted to go work at the Ben and Jerry's factory when I get old. Yeah. So maybe this is part of my part of my 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 thing, my part of my my journey. Instead of like a dog walker, just like I'm just a third parent and just yeah. watch this kid. Dude, okay, check this out. I got my alpaca farm, right? <laughs> I go to work like three times a week because I'm you know semi retired. Yeah. Go to work at the Ben and Jerry's factory. That's dope. Come home and then on the off days, on the other days of the week, I go and co- triple parent at the uh, fucking Johnson's house yeah, like, or whatever. Like imagine like having a third person to chase that kid when it just starts, when it just breaks off into a sprint for no fucking reason. Yeah, like just a third person there. It's like except like, I don't except I don't I don't do that because I'm old at that point, so I yeah. can't run anymore. But I'll be the one to like grant all the nice wisdom and gems and and life lessons and, and stuff like that. Set of eyes though, because it's like, hey, that kid's running. Like you yeah. can just be like, hey, put that knife down. Right. Yeah. No, I think this is kind of nice, dude. Like yeah, I, I just like there is definitely there's some it could be flawed if not done correctly. But I'm saying if you can execute it correctly. Yeah, and they all look happy and healthy and. Yeah, man, you're happy because they probably got more sleep. Probably. Like the third parent is like, hey, fucking more baby. sleep, and honestly, probably those the married couple is probably fucking a lot more. I'm sure. Yeah. Like, just take him to your house or something. Like, we got some shit to do. Okay, so the past two weeks we've been doing some fun stuff. Fun we did, stuff. We did top ten, uh, top ten. Yeah, between the two of us, top ten rap duos. That was fun. We did top ten superhero or super villains. That was fun from comic books. So today, uh, I thought we could do Mount Rushmore of Edwards or Eds because obviously this past week, we didn't mention it at the top of the show, but this past week, Eddie Van Halen passed away. Right. The legendary Eddie Van Halen. Um, It's a legend. And so whenever somebody passes away, I always do that thing where I think about like, where does this person rank among the greatest of blank and their name, right? So you have famous Edwards or famous Steves or famous uh, Michaels, whatever. Right. So, I was sitting there and I was thinking, we got a lot of famous Edwards. Mm-hmm. And I'm not just saying this because, you know, you're here too. I mean, obviously, right. you would be on this list. But, uh, you know, and, and, you know, Eddie, he went, he went by Eddie, um, but short for Has anyone ever called you Eddie? I don't like Eddie because I feel like it's a lot of work. Like, I, I'll take Edward or Ed, but I've, I've, I've warmed up to Eddie late because I'm just like, I don't want to correct you anymore. So Who calls you Eddie? No one. Would anyone ever call you Eddie? I don't. Uh, someone. I. I had a friend. Eddie. I had a friend that used to just to fuck with me, but then. What I, have you done for me lately, Eddie? 
<laughs> but they don't do it. They don't do it anymore because I just stopped caring. Uh-huh. So it's like it's really kind of a mute point. Okay. Yeah. I wouldn't call you Ed because I think that that's just. I wouldn't call you Eddie because I think that that's like a. It's weird. It, yeah. feel, it doesn't feel right, right? No. Yeah. No. I don't even like calling you Edward. That's just too much work. I mean, you just call Ed. Ed. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Um. So we're gonna do a, a Mount Rushmore four of famous Ed, Eddie's, Edwards. Cool. Whatever. Uh, do you want to go first? Or do you want me to go first? I can go first. Go for it. I feel like this one's kind of like a no-brainer. Sure. It's Eddie Murphy. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, first one that came to mind. Eddie Murphy. Eddie like, Murphy. Without a question. The goat. The goat of Ed. The goat. Yeah. The goat of Eddie's. Goat of Eddie's. Like, uh, yeah. Also kind of popularized Eddie. He really did. Like, him and Eddie Van Halen were like... Those are the very first Eddie's I remember hearing. Like, very like, early in, on the Eddie's. Eddie Murphy. Has a good ring to it. Yeah. Uh... I mean, yeah, Eddie Murphy would be mine as well, but just for the sake of discussion, I'm going to put Mr. Ed on there. Oh, the horse. The horse. Okay, I can see that. First Ed I ever was ever introduced to because, as you remember, watching Nickelodeon after, I think it was 8 o'clock during the weekday, turned into Nick at night, and Mr. Ed was a staple. Yeah. Not a stable, but a staple <laughs> on Nick at night. So, yeah, I'm putting Mr. Ed on my Mount Rushmore of All right. Edwards. What do you got next? I got Ed O'Neill. Oh, good call. Ed O'Neill. Yes. Also, also, a.k.a. Al Bundy. Al Bundy. A.k.a. Jay from Warner Family. Jay. Yeah, like, the fact that he was able to do um, Married with Children mm-hmm. around that long and then go away and then come back and do Modern Family, like... Can we say that Ed O'Neill might have... He definitely has the most attractive TV wives... Of all time, right? He's two of two of at least some of them, right? T- I mean, he's definitely two for two. He's up there, right? He's definitely two for two. I mean, he was fucking killing it, man. Killing the shit. My number two, mm-hmm. Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> I, see, I mean, I see you going. I see you on a character route. Uh, maybe, maybe all a little right. bit. All right, all right, maybe a little bit. Um, but I mean, come on, Edward yeah. Scissorhands, iconic character. Yeah. And if we're being really honest, there would be no hot topic without. Tim Burton. There really wouldn't be. Like, that's, it's like, it should be Hot Topic by Tim Burton. Like, that should be the name of the place. <laughs> Honestly, it should be Tim Burton's Hot Topic. Yeah, you're absolutely right. 90% of the shit in there is fucking Jack Skellington and Nightmare Before Christmas Show. Yeah. Like, Edward Scissorhands really put Tim Burton on the map, I would say. It really did. Was that before Batman? Or was that after Batman? <sighs> it was after Batman. I think it was after Batman. Batman. But whatever. I'm still putting Edward Scissorhands on my top, on my Mount Rushmore. Oh, that's Ed's. fine. That's fine. Uh, who else you got? Oh, my my other one is I have Eddie Griffin. Really, Eddie Griffin. Interesting. Yeah. Now explain this to me because Eddie Griffin, in the past few years, at least from what I understand, has become a bit of a polarizing comedian. He's a polarizing comedian, but the thing about him that I like is like he's never lying to you. Like he's polarizing in the sense that like his truth may not be what you can handle. Mm. It doesn't really. Like I don't think he says many problematic stuff. It just says things like, "Yo, I don't know if you should say that," but it's like, mm, I don't. That's just he, he. He's being a comedian, right? And like he's just old enough that he doesn't give a fuck anymore. Yeah. So he's gonna say something that might rub you the wrong way, but he's not really wrong a lot. True. True. So, but okay. and, and that and he's also mad funny. He is funny. funny he's got he's got a great couple of funny as on there. fuck. Uh, my number three on my Mount Rushmore of Eds, Ed the hyena from The Lion King. Uh, I mean. Every good movie, every good story needs a, a strong comic relief, right? 
Shakespeare had Rosencrantz and Guildenstein. Fucking, is that how you say that name? Rosencrantz and Guildenstein. I think, I think that's so. the name. Whatever. Uh, and The Lion King had Ed and yeah, the hyenas. Sh- Shinzi, Banzai, and Ed. Shinzi, Banzai, Didn't and say Ed. a word, just laughed. Did that offend you as a kid growing nah. up that they were using Ed as like kind of like a dumb character? Nah. No? Nah, I, I didn't think about it. It was just funny. Like, it is funny. And I actually went back and rewatched the original Lion King recently, and I was just like, "Yeah, it still holds up. I don't know why we needed a new one." Yeah, it's great. Like, I don't like you took all you took out the musicals and stuff. Like, why? Why? Like, mm-hmm. you took out the Scar number. Like, yeah, it was that was, and that's seriously like the best song. I'm telling you, it's the like, best song. I'm telling you, like, yeah, like you had the fucking the heinous goose stepping and shit. Mm-hmm. Awesome, crazy shit. Kind of. A little. Uh, it was dark. No, it was dark. But it was dark. Also, considering when you tie in like the shit that Disney actually believed, like you know, Ooh, and, like yes. there's a little bit of a, Ooh, yes. a little bit of a, t- a t- touchy subject, so to speak. Yeah, like I just, and I just put them on that goose stepping. <laughs> like I just did that with no fucks. Like, oh, all right, so yeah, all right, this is what I okay, all right, <laughs> all right, all right and to round out your ra- Mount Rushmore of famous Eds. Oh, I mean, this is the guy I was talking about last week's Eddie Guerrero. Of course, Eddie Guerrero. Great, great choice. Lie, cheat, and steal. Came down to the ring in a fucking caddy. Like, it was just... Bro, you want to talk about ultimate swag. Man. Hitting the switches on the ramp. Just... Introduce a whole generation of kids to what it meant to be Chicano. Viva la raza. Viva la raza. (laughs) Man, dog. Like, yeah, so... Eddie Guerrero, that's... I forgot to mention last week that uh, Chavo Guerrero, his nephew... Was doing the uh, the training on Glow on Netflix. He actually was in an episode of it, and he was in an episode. Yeah. So, but I don't. Did you hear that that show's not coming back? Man, Netflix. Look, they really dropped the ball on man. that one. Oh, well, I think the explanation behind it made sense though, because it was like what they do is close quarters. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like they're doing wrestling, so it's like it's hard to social distance. Sure. And do all that. So I, I got it. It just sucks though. I'd rather you just hold it off and just bring it back whenever everything's out. No, just I canceling all I I completely understand that, but also they have actual wrestling on TV now, so pff, fuck off. <laughs> facts. <laughs> Fucking facts. All right. And to round out my Mount Rushmore of uh, famous Eds, there's going to be a bit of a um, controversial pick. Ed Gein. Eek. Now, let me explain to you why. All right. Ed Gein was the direct inspiration for Texas Chainsaw. Oh. So without Ed Gein, we don't get Texas Chainsaw. And if we don't get Texas Chainsaw, we don't get fucking Halloween. We don't get Friday the Thirteenth. We don't get all this horror movie genre that I love so deeply, and it is spooky season. So, Mr. Ed Gein, we're not gonna put your face on there. We're just gonna, we're just gonna, we're actually gonna put Leatherface up there. Yeah. So that'll be kind of like our little, uh, our little, yeah. our little, a little wink and a wink and a gun. That yeah, no, that's definitely because like y'all have a lot less murders. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, look, man. Uh, look, God. man. I mean, look. He like, made a name for himself. You said controversial. You wouldn't. You were not lying. Amen. Hey, Yo, that, that's. I, I didn't I, bury I, the I, lead. I see what you're saying, but fuck, man. Did not bury the lead. Fuck. Yeesh. I think you have a better list than me, though. I mean, you put a you put a gun in your so yeah. I put a murderer, a hyena, a horse, a talking horse, a talking horse, and a guy that doesn't talk but has scissors for hands. So yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think you beat me this time. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's all right. You know what I'm saying? Like, the, like I said, the egg game thing, I was like, yeah, you lost this. When you put that, I was like, yeah, you lost <laughs> Do you have an education for this week? I do. I saw a sign um, on Westheimer, and it's 610? 
was number six ten where yes. they said uh and it, and it said it's okay to say no to panhandlers, which I pre- I'm pretty sure we all knew that. It just seems yeah. a little it seems a little heavy handed to say like you can say no to heavy to panhandlers. But I guess my issue with the sign is that I mean we don't even acknowledge their existence anyway. Like when you see people um, interact with panhandlers mm-hmm. on the side of the road, it's just like they don't even just, like you don't even like a lot of them don't act like that out there. Like I at least go to them and say no. Like I'm not giving you any money. Like, but at least like, cause I would just imagine like being a person and just like having people act like you're invisible. That has to fuck with you a little bit. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? Especially if you're coming back after you know being at war, or you know serving your country in any sort of way, and then you see all the people being like, oh, support our troops and blah blah blah, and then right. you're just out there being ignored. Right. So. It's not super deep. It's like I, it was just—it was just a ref- reference to people. Whenever I, whenever I'm giving money to panels, they say they're just gonna use it on booze and drugs. So my thing is this: I'm saying, panelers might use your money for booze and drugs, but so are you. And given the circumstances, they may need a little bit more than you. So ease up, Judge Judy. Very well said. Well done. Shout out to Judge Judy as well, too. She's been judging people. Did you know that Jerry Springer is now a judge and has his own show now? <laughs> did you know that? Oh, God. Did you know that? I did not know that. I didn't know that. I didn't. Bro, he's got a show. Judge, Jerry's going to get that check. Jerry was like a mayor of Cincinnati or some shit like that. Yeah, he was before. He, he was a mayor. He wrestled a bear. Oh, you don't have to remember. Charity. I was there for that. Yeah, he wrestled the bear for charity. He um he 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 judged into the stars for a while. I think or oh, America's Got Talent. Yep. Did America's Got Talent? He had a show where people that was like akin to wrestling almost. Yep. Um, and now he's a judge. He's gonna get that check, fam. Bro, you can't keep Jerry down. You can't keep you can't keep money out of his pocket at all. Shout out to you if you've listened this far. Go ahead and give us a subscribe if you haven't, and. Do us a favor and tell somebody about us. Just tell one person. Tell one friend. Would it kill you? Would it kill you to share? Would it kill you to hit that share button? Check out our Instagram and our Twitter, at State Your Take. Check out our playlist on Spotify, the State Your Take list with Ed and Aaron. Peruse our wares at our store. You can check that link in our bio on our Instagram page. And listen to all the other podcasts on the Gamergator Network. Go listen to Cult 45, the movie podcast. Go listen to The Worst of the Best. No redeeming qualities. One big ass toilet. It's not one big ass toilet. It's just one big toilet. It was a rebrand. And yeah, do you have anything else you want to say? I love most of you. Don't care for the rest of you, though. Gamma Gator Productions. <laughs>